0: welcome ladies and gentlemen to the mark cologne sports podcast yes ladies and gentlemen that is right it is yeah boy the mark cologne i am here i'm gonna be talking about like i do every week all sports everything just because the The cover is of my Philadelphia Eagles does not mean I will only be talking about them. No, I talk about numerous things. Look in the description if you are not sold. All right. Thanksgiving is about in an hour. That's right. I'm doing this at 11 and at night. Um. I'm going to grab my Monster in a little bit. I'm tired. Work Monday through Wednesday. Um, today was, was my last day. So now I got a four-day weekend. And, uh, yeah, people, I'm just ready to enjoy some football, eat. I bought myself a pumpkin pie. Mm-mm. Mm. We got food ready. Yeah, we're, we're ready to... We're ready to have a blast, y'all. We really are. Um, but yeah, people, um, a lot, of, a lot, a lot of things going on in uh, in the world of sports. Um, let's start with hockey. Um, how, uh, the National Hockey League—they're actually in jeopardy of not starting, the, not starting the season in time. So that's uh, something to worry about. If you're a huge hockey fan, unless you're good with uh basketball and football for now. Um <clears throat> Yeah, no, no really no uh, no news in the uh Chicago Blackhawks organization. Um yeah, there's really nothing there. Um so we can move on from National Hockey League. Penn State lost again. They lost again, people, so uh I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. We have not won a game yet. Uh, But, people, it is what it is. It is what it is, people. Um, Major League Baseball. um, You know, free agency is still going on. Rays are interested in uh, trading Blake Snow, and the Blue Jays are interested in JT, Ramoto. A few other things going on. Like the Atlanta Braves signing right-hand pitcher Charlie Morton to a one-year $15 million deal. Alright, um, that, uh, oh, and, the uh, Tampa Bay Blue Jay. sorry, wow, Tampa Bay Blue Jay. the Tampa Bay Rays outfielder Randy Arrazorania was, was detained after domestic violence allegations. Um, yeah, that's about it, um, <clears throat> Yeah, that's the, really Charlie Morin's been like the biggest free agency signing we've had in uh major league baseball's off season. Um I mean hopefully a few more do happen, but um this is it's tough. It's tough. Um I'm disappointed in my Yankees though. Because Aaron Boone is defending Gary Sanchez to the moon and back, and Michael K actually ripped <clears> them. <throat> That's right, Michael K has actually ripped them, ripped them, and Aaron Boone also said that criticism of catcher Gary Sanchez has been over the top. So. This is what I got. And this is what Michael Say Michael K said about Aaron Boone. Alright. I mean just think about this. Look at this. Sanchez he had a batting average of 147 this past season in forty nine games. He had ten home runs, twenty four RBIs, and sixty four strikeouts, and one hundred and seventy eight at bats this season. He led all MLB catchers and errors for the second time in three seasons and was at the top of the league in pass balls for the third time in four years. Um, So, this is what happened. Um, So, on Monday, Aaron Boone says the media and fans have been unfairly criticizing Sanchez, and have been blinded by some of the things that he's done really well. K went off on boom in a 15-minute rant on Tuesday's episode of the Michael K show. He says, I've liked this guy, he said, but when he said that the Sanchez criticism was over the top, I was dumbfounded. It almost made me pull my hair. It's so unfair. Right? He also says, his whole career, I've never killed Gary Sanchez, K said. I think that he had a really terrible year this year. I'm not going to put lipstick on a pig, and that's why I was so offended that we were over the top. How are we over the top? My advice to Aaron, although I don't know that he would take any of my advice, advice from me, is you're ruining your credibility by saying stuff like that because everybody has eyes. Everybody saw that what Sanchez did. Everybody saw the year that he had. Everybody saw that you didn't start him in a win or go home game. All right. um. So there have been rumors about, you know, trading the 27-year-old catcher or letting him become a free agent. So uh, we'll see. I mean, obviously, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. When you got um, Garrett Cole, and I wanted him to be the pitcher, right? Uh, so, I like I said, the first maybe two years, I was a huge fan of Gary Sanchez. The past two, not so much. Um... three Yankees that will be facing a, um, a make or break season. Um, We'll talk about that. Uh, What else? Alright, let's talk about it. Michael K. also said they should convert, um, Chapman to a starter I don't know about that one all right um three Yankees that could uh that could be facing make or break seasons this upcoming season um Domin- Dominic german um Absolutely. Uh. <clears throat> and number two, it would have to be Gary Sanchez. This is obviously, especially if the Yankees stay with him. Um, yeah, it's make or break for him. And then we have Aaron Judge. Um, Aaron Judge has to stay healthy. This is like, kind of like what Carson wants. You know, uh he was he had injuries but then sign alight him in twenty sixteen. He had a very bad injury in twenty seventeen and another bad injury in twenty eighteen and people are like, Oh, can he stay healthy? I don't think he can stay healthy. And next thing you know, Carson Wentz uh Carson Wentz ended up you know, twenty nineteen leading the Eagles to the playoffs and he's been healthy this season so far, even though getting sacked numerous times. Um So, it's it's something to look at and to look forward to. Uh, We'll see. I think out of the three, um, I I do think... uh, I think Aaron Judge has the best outcome to do big things. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's me, that's me, that's how I feel about it, I don't know how you guys feel about it, um, but yeah, that's how I feel about it, y'all, um, but let's move on, and let's talk about, all Right. um, we're gonna talk about the NBA, Free agency, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna talk about NBA free agency. We're gonna talk about the NBA draft as well. I do want to get um, talk about the draft. I know I did a little, a little ten, what was it, like ten, eleven minute video. So I do want to talk about that. <clears throat> you know, I'm I'm gonna give you the draft picks from one through sixty. We can start with that first. Um, I remember on the preview I did one through ten, so uh, let's do it. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, the twenty twenty NBA draft. Uh, in the first round for the number one number one overall pick, the Timberwolves draft Anthony Edwards. <clears throat> the number two pick, the Warriors draft James Wiseman. The number three pick, the, uh, the Hornets draft, LaMelo Ball. The number four pick in the draft, the Bulls draft, Patrick Williams. And the fifth pick in the NBA draft, the Cavaliers draft, Isaac Okoro. The Hawks draft, the number six, Oneka Okunogu. and Number seven, the Pistons draft, Killian Hayes. At number eight, the Knicks draft Obi Topman. At number nine, the 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 Wizards draft Denny Adija. The Suns draft at number ten, Jalen Smith. At number eleven, the Spurs draft Devin Vassell. At number twelve, the Kings draft Tyrese Halliburton. The Pelicans draft at number thirteen, Kira Lewis. Junior at the number 14 pick the Celtics draft Aaron Nesmith at the number 15 uh pick the Magic Draft Cole Anthony The Trailblazers at number sixteen draft Isaiah Stewart reportedly traded to the Pistons after first being dealt to the Rockets. Timberwolves draft Aleske Aleske, Pocasifuta, officially traded to the Thunder. Mavericks draft Josh Green. Nets draft Sadiq Bey, officially traded to the Pistons after first being dealt to the Clippers. Heat uh, draft at number 20, Precious Achua. Sixers draft Tyrese Maxey. Nuggets draft Zeke Najee, Najee, Knicks draft Leandro Bomero officially traded to the Timberwolves, Bucks draft RJ Hampton, reportedly traded to the Nuggets after first being dealt to the Pelicans, the Thunder draft Emmanuel quickly officially traded to the Knicks after being dealt to the Timberwolves. Celtics draft Peyton Pritchard, Jazz draft number 27, Uduka, Ozzy Kabuki, 28 draft, I mean, sorry, the number 28th pick in the draft, Lakers draft, Jaden McDaniels, officially traded to the Timberwolves after first being dealt to the Thunder, Raptors draft at number 29, Malachi Flynn, and at number 30. The Celtics draft Desmond Bain reportedly traded to the Grizzlies. All right, yeah, I got my monster. Oh, I'm sitting there. You know, we're starting to get close to, I'm about to talk about, you know, Eagles and all the other scores and all that. So, you know, I got to have my energy up, up, up. (laughs) But all right, we go to the second round. The Mavericks draft Tyrell, Terry. The Hornets draft Vernon Carey. The Timberwolves draft Daniel Otura officially traded to the Clippers after first being dealt to the Knicks. The Sixers draft Theo Mal- Malden reportedly traded to the Thunder. Kings draft Xavier Tillman Sr. officially traded to the Grizzlies. Sixers draft Tyler Bay officially traded to the Mavericks. Everybody was getting traded. Um the Wizards draft Vic correct. Craig G officially traded to the Thunder. Jazz draft Sabin Lee reportedly traded to the Pistons. Pelicans draft Elijah Hughes officially traded to the Jazz. The Grizzlies draft Robert Woodard officially traded to the Kings. Spurs draft Trey Jones. Pelicans draft Nick Richards officially traded to the Hornets. Kings draft Jamaeus Ramsey. Bulls draft Marko S- Siminovich. Bucks draft Jordan nawara Trailblazers draft CJ Ellaby. Celtics draft Yam Madar. Warriors draft Nico Manning. 76ers draft Isaiah Joe. Hawks draft Scholar Mays. Warriors draft Justin Jessup. Kings draft Kenyon Martin Jr. were reportedly traded to the Rockets. That's right. Oh man. Congratulations to Kenyon, Kenyon Martin Jr. I, I was a big fan of his father and that's huge, man. That's huge. He uh he got drafted and I might I might be wrong. I'm going to do some research, but I think his father played with the Rockets as well. So, that's huge. Um Before I go on, hold on. I gotta check that out. Man, I love when players I grew up watching, or I'm growing up watching now, their kids are are in the league, or they're in college. That's huge. I'm I'm gonna keep my eye on this young man. I'm gonna keep my eye very, very near and dear on this young man. Kids 19 years old. Let's see. Can you... Alright, I remember he played for Denver. But that that can't be the only team he played for. He played for the Rockets. They say he played for the uh the Nets. I remember that. The Nuggets, I remember that. The Clippers, I remember that. Knicks, I remember that. The Bucks, I do not remember that. Okay. Alright. Um, okay. I got well, I got it wrong, though. My bad. My bad. And he retired in twenty fifteen. Man, that's huge. I'm so, man, I'm, I'll tell you what, y'all. I'm so happy for him. That's huge. All right. Uh, let's move on, though. Uh, the, the Thunder draft, Casais Winston, officially traded to the Wizards. Pacers, Pacers draft, Casais Stanley. The Nets draft, J. S- S- Scrub, officially traded to the Clippers. The Hornets draft, Grant Riller. Clippers draft, Reggie Perry officially traded to the Nets. And the Sixers draft, Paul Reed. The Raptors draft, Jalen Harris. And the Pelicans draft, to end the night, to end the draft night, Pelicans draft, Sam Merrill reportedly traded to the Bucks. That's right, people. That is right. All right. Um. Well wow, I can't believe that. About Kenya Martin Wow. Ken Martin Junior. So I'm gonna keep a good eye on him. I don't know why I thought he played for the Rockets. It must somebody it must be somebody else then. I'm thinking about. Um can't remember the name. I know who it is too. I just can't remember the name, but they play for the Rockets. That's why I'm thinking about him. But yeah, I was a huge fan, huge fan. Kenyon Martin, um, man, one of my favorite players. I'm not gonna lie. I know a lot of people are like, What Kenyon Martin, one of your favorite players? I thought you said LeBron, KD, or Kobe, or something like that. Nah, one of my favorite players was Kenyon Martin before I knew about a LeBron or Kobe. Those are my guys, you know. So, no disrespect to the legends, but you know, now growing up. I'm not going to lie to y'all, growing up, yeah, my family always used to talk about the Bulls, but I was like, they talk about the Bulls, but they're not, um, they wouldn't watch the games, and the reason is they wouldn't watch the games is because they would watch it when Michael Jordan was on the team. Now, they just, they fell off it, except for my, my one cousin, he's a Bulls fan, as I am, and you know, we're, we're just... So, but before me falling in love with the Bulls, I actually fell in love with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they had this dude, I don't know if y'all ever heard of him, named LeBron James, Uh, and I fe- I ain't gonna lie, I fell in love with LeBron, like, oh, like, dude, like, this dude is something special, at a young age, I was saying that, and I was like, man, this dude got something, Mm-mm. he got something special. And when he, him by himself, would go against the, the Boston Celtics, their big three, maybe big four, if you want to put, yeah, really big four, when you got Ray John Rondo, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and uh and Paul Pierce, he, you know, but sometimes it was the big three with Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce. And I was just like, I was I was shocked. I was like, what? man? so, I mean... Man, so that was like, all right, I'm going to be a Bulls fan, and that's when, you know, they ended up drafting Derrick Rose, and man, when I used to see Derrick Rose playing, I'm like, bro, what is going on, this 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 young cat can ball, mind that, I'm only 23 years old, and at that young age, I just, I just fell in love with the game so much, that's why I have this sports and wrestling podcast, all right? Now let's talk about the off-season moves. <sighs> Man, here we go. Um let's look at the Atlanta Hawks. I'm gonna tell you what, the Atlanta Hawks probably the most improved team from the off-season, Drafting on on Nico Okanuku and the sixth overall and Skyler Mays with the 50th overall. And then the free agency getting Danilo Galinari, Ray John Rondo, Chris Dunn. Solomon Hill, and uh, I believe today they announced they got Bogdanovich. That's huge. Yes, they did lose Dwayne Dedman. Uh, they lost free agents Jeff Teague, DeAndre Bemby, Charles Brown Jr., Trevon Graham, Damian Jones, and Sky Laber- Labersi. And they waived Kyrie Thomas. And Vince Carter retired. But still, nonetheless, you got Rondo helping out Trey Young. <clears throat> I mean, oh man, I I like I like this Hawks team, and now they got Bog- Bogdanovich. Ooh, watch out! That's man, it kind of sucks for the Greek freak in, my, in Milwaukee. But hey, it is what it is. Um, the Celtics, they draft the fourteenth overall Aaron Nesmith. Um, paying per. Tr- uh, Pritchard and Yam matter. Um, they added in free agency Tristan Thompson, Jeff Teague, and Taco Fall as a two-way. Um, I think definitely needed some help in the point guard, point guard point guard position. So, yes, you get Jeff Jeff Teague, but getting Tristan Thompson signing him that was that was huge as well. I don't think it solves all your problems. But when you got Jason Tatum and them boys, it might just work out. The players they lost though, Vincent Poirier, Ennis Cancer, free agents, Gordon Hayward, and Brad Wanamaker. So not lose that much. Ennis Cancer is a baller, and so is Gordon Hayward. But Gordon Hayward's three years in Boston has not worked out. So hopefully it works out wherever he goes. And we've been talking about that. In a little bit we look at the Brooklyn Nets they added they drafted Reggie Perry they traded Bruce Brown and Landry Shamit that's what they got um and the free agency so far they have just gotten Jeff Green huge acquisition um they lost the Zanin Musa and whew, they do they did lose free agents um Garrett Temple, right? Jamal Crawford, Justin Anderson, Lance Thomas, Michael Beasley, Wilson, Wilson Chandler, Chris Chizza, Dante Hall, Tyler Johnson, and Jeremiah Martin. So he did lose a few key guys. Um, but you know, uh, the Brooklyn Nets might be just. I think I think they're just trying to get uh, <clears throat> a. That James Harden type deal. What happened? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. They drafted Lamelo Ball, Veron Carey Jr., Nick Richards, Grant Riller, and Nate Darling. Undrafted two-way deal, and free agency. They um uh, they got Gordon Hayward and B- Bismack Biyombo. They did lose Dwayne Bacon, Willie Her- Herma Gomez and Kobe Simmons and Ray Spaulding. I think that Gordon Hayward sign was phenomenal, and you got Alonzo Ball with Gordon Hayward. They can do huge things in the Charlotte Hornets. I'm so happy. Michael Jordan might be getting uh starting to make moves more. More than ever. I think the old Michael Jordan would have just been like, do what you do, man. We ain't we ain't drafting the Miller ball. I could have seen that happen, but kudos to Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets organization. Then you got the Chicago Bulls. They are, they drafted Patrick Williams, Marcos, Summon of like, and Devin Dotson, undrafted, free agency. They signed Garrett Temple, but in free the people they lost in free agency was Chris Dunn, Shaquille Harrison, Adam Mo- Mocha, and Max Struss. The Cavs they drafted Isaac Okoro. They traded for uh, Javale McGee, Matthew Dellavedova, and Damian Dotson. They did lose Tristan Thompson, Matthew Vadova, Matt Mooney, and Zizak, and uh via trade. They lost Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney. The Dallas Mavericks. They drafted Josh Green, Ty- Tyrell Terry, and Tyler Bay. Um, they traded for Josh Richardson, James Johnson. <clears throat> But they did lose I mean sorry and they also got West. It won't it won't do. But they did lose Seth Curry, Delon Wright, Justin Jackson, uh JJ Barea, Michael K. Giltress, Courtney Lee, Josh Reeves, and Antonius Cleveland. So uh the Mavericks still lose a lot and uh, let's see how they rebound from that one, because that ain't good, y'all. All right, the Denver Nuggets, they drafted Zeke Najai, RJ Hampton, and free agency, they required Falcondo, Campeza, Real Madrid, and Jermichael Green. Free agents Jeremiah Grant, Mason Plumlee, Tory Gregg, Tyler Cook, and Troy Daniels, and Noah Bonley. That's what they lost. The Detroit Pistons. They drafted Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bay, Sab- Saban Lee. They uh, also traded for <clears throat> Deon Wright, Dazan Musa, Rodney McCruder, Dwayne Deadman. Um, free agency. They got Jeremiah Grant, Mason Plumlee. Jahil Okafor, Josh Jackson. Players they lost, Bruce Brown, Luke Kennedy, Kyrie Thomas, Tony Snell. Uh, free agency they lost, Christian Wood, Langston Galloway, John Henson, Brandon Knight, Thonmaker, Jordan McGray, Derek Walton Jr., and Jordan Bone, Lewis King. Um, Golden State Warriors, they uh drafted James Wiseman and Nico Mannion and Justinen and Jessup. Uh, they also traded for Kelly Oubrey, Free agency. They got uh Brad Wanamaker and Kent, but Baysmore, they did lose Drag Dragon Bender and they waived Kai Bowen. Um, yeah, uh. Yeah, Clay is out for the season, but I I still think this uh Golden State Warriors team is a very good team. I mean, when you look at it, and they trade for Kelly Oubre Jr. I mean, Kelly Oubre. Um, I think he's a very good player. Um, a lot of people sleep on this brother, but I would not sleep on this brother. So don't people. Um, the Rockets. They drafted Kenyon Martin, Jr., and in free agency, they signed Christian Wood, Deshaun Tate, and the Marcus Cousins. They lost Robert Covington via trade. In the free agency, they lost Jeff Green, Bruno Caboclo, the Mayor, Carro, Tyson Chan- Chandler, Michael Frazier, Gerald Green, Luke, Mabah Amut, Austin Rivers, Dabble, Self and William Howard. The Pacers they draft Casayus Stanley. They did lose Brian Bowen the second, Elise Johnson, Naz Matru Long, and they traded away TJ Leaf. We look at the Clippers. Daniel Arturo was drafted, and so was Jay Scrub. Um, free agency, they got Sergi Baca. And they traded for Luke Kennard. Um, they did lose Landry Shamet, Rodney Magruder. In um, free agency, they lost Matraz Harrow, Jamaica Green. Reggie Jackson and Jonathan Motelli. The Lakers, they added Montrezl Harrell, Wesley Matthews, Markeith Morris, and they uh, also Mark Gasol. They traded for Dennis Schroeder, Jordan Bell, and Alfonso McKinney. They did lose Danny Green via trade, and Javel McGee, but in free agency, uh, they lost Ray John Rondo, Avery A- Bradley, Dwight Howard, Jared Dudley, J.R. Smith, Deion Waiters, and Costas. And then uh, we wave. well, they waived Quinn Cook. The Grizzlies, they drafted Desmond Bain, Xavier Tillman Sr., Kelly Tilly, and Jahil Tripp. They traded him for Mario H- Hazonia, um free agency lost. They lost Josh Jackson, John Conter, John c Porter, Anthony Tolliver, and you don't want to be. All right, now we look at the Miami Heat. Oh, uh, the Miami Heat. They drafted Precious achua to see they signed Maurice Harkless, Avery Bradley Austin Rivers all right uh players they lost would be Jay Crowder Derek Jones Jr. Kyle Alexander Solomon Hill and Gabe Vincent the Bucks drafted Jordan Nawara Sam Merrill Ray John Tucker uh, they traded for Drew Holiday. Free agency, they signed DJ Augustine, Bobby Portis, and Jalen Adams. They did lose Eric Bledsoe, George Hill. Um, In free agency, they lost Wesley Matthews, Sterling Brown, Robin Lopez, Kyle Korver, Frank Mason, and Cameron Reynolds, Wade Erison, Elisova, retired Marvin Williams, Minnesota Timberwolves, um, they drafted Anthony Edwards, Leonardo, Bomero, and Jaden McDaniels. They traded for Ricky Rubio, and in free agency, they signed Juanco Henrik Gomez. Um, they lost James Johnson in the trade. In uh, free agency, they lost Allen Crabb. Kellen Martin, Jordan McLaughlin, and Evan Turner. The Pelicans draft K- Kira Lewis Jr. They traded. Uh, uh, they traded for Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams, and free agency they signed uh, Willie Hermer Her- Gomez. Um, wait, Gabriel. Cinderis Thornell, and Brandon Ingram. They did lose Drew Holiday and Darius Miller. Ah, uh, in free agency they lost the Hill, Okafor, Derek Favors, Etwan Moore, uh, Brandon Gr- Ingram, Zylon, Zylan, Cheatham, Josh Gray, Frank Jackson, Kendrick, Kenrich Williams. All right, um, look at the New York Knicks. Uh, Knicks drafted Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly. They traded for Amari, Spellman and Jacob Evans. Um, trade to see, uh, the Knicks added Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, and Austin Rivers. They did lose, though, uh, Bobby Portis, Mar- Maurice Harkless, Kadem. Island, Damian Dotson, Jared Harper, Theo Penson, trade Ed Davis. Um, and they waived Todd Gibson, Wayne Ellington, and Kenny Wooten Now the OKC Thunder, they uh, it's exciting for them too. They drafted less, a less. A Les Poka Theo maladin um, and Vic Crutchy. They traded. They traded for Al Horford, Ty Jerome, Jalen Lake, Le- Le- Vincent Poirier, Trevor Ariza, Justin Jackson, George Hill, Darius Miller, and T.J. Leaf. They did lose Chris Paul, Dennis Schroder, Terrence Ferguson. Abdel N- Nadir, St- Stephen Adams. In free agency, they lost Danilo Gallinari, Nerlens Noel, Deontay Burton, Devin Hall, Kevin Hervey, and Andre Robinson. The Orlando Magic they drafted Cole Anthony. In the free agency, they added Dwayne Bacon. They did lose D.J. Augustine, Wes Windu, and Melvin Fraser Jr., B.J. Johnson, and Vic Law. The Philadelphia 76ers, they drafted Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe, and Paul Reed. Uh, They did trade for Danny Green, Terrence Ferguson, Seth Curry, and Tony Bradley. Free agency, Dwight Howard, Ryan off. Players they lost was Al Horford, Josh Richardson, and Zaire, Zaire Smith. Free agents, Alec Burks, Raul Neto, Ryan off, Kyle O'Quinn, and Glenn Robinson III. The Phoenix Suns draft Jalen Smith. They traded for Chris Paul and Abdel Nadir. Free agency, they got Jay Crowder, Etoine Moore. They did lose, though, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Kelly Ward Jr., Jalen Lakekeke. Free agents who lost was Aaron Baines, Chick Dalio, Frank Kaminsky, and Tariq Owens. The Portland Trailblazers. They draft CJ Allaby. They trade for Robin Covington and Ennis Tanner Cantor. Free agency they, they got uh Derrick Jones Jr. Alright. And we did lose Trevor Reza. We lost M- Mario Hanazzonia. We also lost the free agency, Jalen Adams. Uh, Sorry, Jalen Adams, Hassan Whiteside, Moses Brown, Wenyan Gabriel, Jalen Horde and Khalid Swanigan. The Kings, they drafted Tyrese Halliburton, Robert Woodard, and Jemias Ramsey. They did lose Harry Gills the third, Kent ba- Bazemore, Bogan Bognovich, Cory Brewer, Yogi Farrell, Cow Guy the Jeffries Jeffreys Alex The uh the I'll I'll say what the what the Spurs got. Spurs drafted Devin Vassell and Trey Jones. The free agents they got uh they lost. Sorry, were Brian Forbes and Marco Bellinari. Um, look at the Toronto Raptors. They drafted Malachi Flynn and Jalen Harris. The free agents they got were Aaron Baines, Chris Boucher. Yandri Bembry and Alex Flynn. Um, Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. Uh, they drafted Aduka Azubuki, Elijah Hughes. They uh they signed Derek Favors. They did lose Ed Davis and Tony Bradley. Um. Yeah, said Tony Bradley. Um, free agents they lost were Gerald Brantley, Jawan Morgan, Emmanuel Mudiay, and Justin Wright. Foreman. All right, we look at the the Washington Wizards. Um, they drafted Denny of Adija, because say because Winston. Free agency, they signed Anthony Gill, Robin Lopez, and the Neto. players lost. Admiro Schoefield, Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, Ian Monimi, Garrison Matthews, Shabazz Napier, Gary Payton the second, Jared Rudolph and Jonathan Williams for the Wizards. Um so yeah, that's uh, off season of twenty twenty. That's the draft as well, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, don't forget, we are like about four weeks away from the NBA season, less than a month away. To be honest, to be real with y'all, y'all is huge. I cannot wait. I know y'all cannot wait. It's gonna be huge. Um, I want to say today has been. Today has just been days of death. I know that sounds bad, but really, it has been. It has been. Um, a lot of things have been going on. One of the things is Baltimore, we're going to talk about the NFL now. The Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers move has, it has gotten moved to Sunday at 15 p.m. Eastern Time. But Baltimore's uh, staff member is going to have team discipline um, I want to give my condolences to the Dallas Cowboys organization and this man's family. As the Dallas Cowboys strength and conditioning coach, Marcus Paul, at age 54, has passed away. Um, what else? Yeah, there's been a lot of death, guys. I'm just like, oh. You know, that, you gotta watch out for that, especially in these times, you know, um, uh, so yeah, instead of three, instead of, ladies and gentlemen, instead of three NFL games on Thanksgiving, we're only getting two. Yeah, it's not bad, but I really wanted three, especially... Ravens and and the Steelers I mean because we got got Lions and Texans and then we got the Cowboys and the Washington football team I'm not interested in it people I'm not it's not something I'm gonna be biting my nails for I don't know who's gonna win and we all probably Cowboys but one would hope Washington just says nope not today Dallas alright um but let's go into scores, go to a, a week 11 scores and the week 12 predictions. All right, week 11 scores, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. That is right. Here we go. We had Thursday Night Football. The Seattle Seahawks defeated the Arizona Cardinals 28-21. to 21. Seattle was 10 and 1 on Thursday night since 2010. Congratulations. Congratulations, man, to Carlos Dunlap on getting that clutch sack to end the game. Um, the Titans defeated the Ravens 30 to 24. Derrick Henry, uh he had a game-winning 29-yard touchdown in OT, in OT. Um the Panthers beat the Lions 20-0. to zero. Carolina allowed zero points for the first time since 2005. I said 2005, didn't I? Since week 14, 2015. I apologize, guys. I'm a little tired. Um, the Cleveland Browns defeated my Philadelphia Eagles 22-17. This is Cleveland's first home win versus Philly since week 7, 1988. 11,725 days. And we'll get more into that game later on in the show. All right. Um, you had the Houston Texans defeat the New England Patriots 27-20. New England's first time below five hundred through 10 games since 2000. The Colts defeated the Packers 34-31. The Steelers beat the Jaguars 27 to 3 to remain undefeated. That's right, Pittsburgh is 10 0 for the first time in franchise history. The Saints defeated the Falcons 24 to 9. The Washington Football Team defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 20 to 9 in a uh, Cincinnati's 0-18-1 in the last 19 World Games. And I may continue because Joel Burrow had a very ugly, very scary injury this past week. So we might not see him for a while. Yet. Well, we won't see him for a while. So, all right. Uh, then we had the Dallas Cowboys beating the Minnesota Vikings 31-28. Um Schultz had a go-ahead two-yard rece- receiving touchdown with 137 left. Um the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Las Vegas Raiders 35 to 31 on Sunday night football. That's right, KC is thirty and four as and as AFC West since twenty fifteen. Thirty and four. That's huge. All right, the Denver Broncos defeated the Miami Dolphins twenty to thirteen. All right. Um, where they benched Tua, but Tua is the starter this co- upcoming week. Then the Chargers defeated the Jets thirty-four to twenty-eight. Allen has sixteen receptions. Um, the Rams defeated the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, I mean the two wide receivers. In LA, had eleven receptions, hundred and thirty-one yards in a touchdown. All right, I believe they had two touchdowns, one each. Um, but yeah, these guys balled. And the teams that were on by this week were the Bears, Niners, Giants, and the Bills. That's right. Uh, let's move on to Week Twelve, y'all. Oh man. This is a huge week, especially for my Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You have the Houston Texans visiting the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving on Thursday Night Football. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. But Detroit has lost three straight games on Thanksgiving. Um, I say Houston wins. I do say that, um, I believe Houston wins, then you got the Washington football team visiting the Dallas Cowboys at 4 30 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday night football, I believe the Washington football team will win, they're eight and one all time, Dallas is eight and one all time versus Washington on Thanksgiving, uh, the Houston and Detroit game starts at 12 30 p.m. Eastern time, um. They got the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Atlanta Falcons at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Raiders are uh 4-1 on road this season instead of 2-3 at home. Uh the Chargers versus the Bills. I believe the Bills will win. Um you got the New York Football Giants visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Giants are only five versus nine. NFC East teams disappoint this uh, NFC East opponents this season. I say the Giants, uh, they beat the Bengals. Um, the Titans versus Colts. These are all 1 o'clock games, y'all. I believe the Titans will beat the Colts and reclaim first place as this is a battle for first place. Um, we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Browns have allowed 13.3 points per game. Um... So, Cleveland has allowed 13.3 points per game since week 8, second fewest in the NFL. Um, Also, the Carolina Panthers will be visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I believe the Browns will beat the Jaguars. I also believe uh, the Panthers can beat the Vikings. Um, Then you have uh, Arizona Cardinals versus uh, New England Patriots. I believe the uh, Patriots will beat the Cardinals. then you got uh the Miami Dolphins visiting the New York Jets. I believe Miami Dolphins should beat the Jets. All right. Um, then you got Ravens versus Steelers. I believe uh Steelers are one. They've only allowed seventeen point four points per game this season, fewest in the NFL. And I believe uh they have all the right tools to go to the championship game. So let's see. Uh, also have uh. Four o'clock games. We have the Saints versus the Broncos. Saints have allowed 14.4 points per game since week six. Fewest in the NFL. I say do the same thing here. Have a defensive-minded game. Just crush them. And, uh, I mean, the offense is going to crush them too, but defense definitely, and I believe Saints can win. Um, You also got the Niners versus the Rams. Niners won three straight games versus Rams, but with no Jimmy G. No, most or, uh really nobody. I see the Rams cruise by easily against the Niners. Then you got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Then you got uh, you have Sunday night football. We got the five and five Chicago Bears going up against the seven and three Green Bay Packers. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Green Bay is 17 and four versus Chicago since 2017, sorry, since 2020, including 2010, including playoffs. That's right. But I do believe the Chicago Bears will find a way to win this game. Um. And then you got Monday Night Football. That's right. You got the Seattle seven and three Seattle Seahawks visiting my three six and one Philadelphia Eagles. Eight fifteen p.m. Eastern Time. Seattle is two and three on the road this season. Five and zero at home. We will see what Russ we get. We'll see what Carson we get. But we'll talk more about that one definitely later. First, y'all know what time it is. I to give uh, who went up and who went down this week, and I also ha- I also I have to give my um, top five rankings of the week. So uh, and then we can talk about Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, by the way, the Eagles finally well not finally they officially signed Jordan Howard to their uh, practice squad. He'll be wearing number forty one. Um. I'm assuming he'll either be activated this week or next week. We'll see when, but, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for that. And, uh, Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson did say he is optimistic that Zach Ertz will be suited up to play on Monday night football against the Seattle Seahawks. So another weapon for us. Well, let's get into it. Who went up and who went down this week? Um, who went up this week? Well, I mean, so many people, so many teams you can look at, you know, um, I'd have to give it to the Washington football team. Alex Smith just got his first one of the season, God knows how long, you know, after having that catastrophic injury, people thinking he would never be able to see him, he'll never be able to be back. Obviously, he's not the same, but he is back and he did get his first one of the season, so I'm so happy for Alex Smith. Obviously, the Washington football team need a young quarterback from the draft. They uh Dwayne Haskins is not the answer. And I uh I believe uh they'll address it um in this year's upcoming draft. All right. All right, we have that. Um now uh that was who when, uh, now, who went down would have to be Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson, and that old offensive line. Because you could say, oh, no, it's on the whole team. Uh, uh, uh. Nope. No, it is not on the entire team because the defense actually played good. It's a Nick Chubb eventually stepped on his way into clean a clean lane. Yes, but... The Other than that, other than that, really, the defense, the defensive run game, was pretty good, which I was surprised. You guys know that was like one of my main worries. All right, so, so happy, so happy for that. I'm so happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, Carson once had two interceptions. The o line let him get sacked like crazy um i mean when the titan has to cover a cornerback or a safety whatever the kid was came off the side and uh hit Carson that kind of basically forced the fumble um it's it's inexcusable it is embarrassing and then for you to <clears throat> to just just you got to rally you guys you got you gotta be Aaron Rodgers S. We say, alright guys, we gotta win this game. We wanna make it to the playoffs and go for a run, which we won't. But that's what they would be saying. And then they finally do, and then whoa, it's built. We all know Eagles ain't gonna make the playoff. I mean <sighs> they I mean they could. My my confidence level is at about 10% with them. Carson Wentz confidence level is at a twenty percent. Um but it's more about coaching. They gotta coach him. I'm not not gonna say it yet. We'll talk about that and that we'll talk about the Eagles. But I will say coaching has to step up, O line has to step up. Uh sit down Jason Peters, put in my ladder. fix some O line there and fix Carson Wentz. He is a broken quarterback and needs to be fixed if you want to make a playoff run. Come on, Eagles. You should know this. So that two went down. The Philadelphia Eagles went down this week. All right. Um, there you go. Now, my top five teams of the week, and here we go. Yes, that's right. At number five, I'm going to give it to. I'm going to give it to people. I mean, to, to, you, you can look at everyone. I'm going to say the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, that's right. And why? Because they beat a bad man named Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rod that's, that, that's that's right. And number four, I'm gonna give it to the New Orleans Saints. They're still doing the thing. Hey, even with Taysom Hill, he's doing his thing, running, passing, doing it all. And uh watch out. Uh the Saints look set for another 15 to 20 years. Who knows? He just has to get more accurate. You gotta be more accurate. You gotta get more strength when you throw the football. But other than that, I like what I'm seeing. I'm not gonna lie. Taysom Hill looked impressive. He did. Um, alright. That's, uh, that's Saints. So Saints are at number four. At number three. I'm gonna to have to give it to at number three, the Los Angeles Rams. It just be Tampa Bay <clears throat> sorry, they beat Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football 27-24. Um Tom Brady gave up two interceptions again. Um so something to worry about, something to look out for. So I give it to the Rams. The the defense is stellar, the offense jerk off and uh McVay got that team going smooth. So watch out for them. And then number two, I'm gonna go give it to the Kansas City Chiefs. They had a hard fought win on Sunday night against uh, the LA Raiders, the Los LV Raiders, sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, but you know Patrick Mahomes does Patrick Mahomes ding, things. Oh, it was about like one forty-eight, one forty-two seconds left, a minute and forty-two seconds left. Uh, Patrick Mahomes guides them down the field for the W. So that's huge. Bad number one. I mean, who else are you gonna give it to besides the ten 0 O? Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, the defense is all-time. They're huge, and so was their offense. Their offense is phenomenal. I got to give it to them, and uh, Kansas City better watch out. This is a team that could very well threaten the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers at number one. That's right. Let me know what y'all think about my list. I know sometimes I could be a little off, and I don't always give y'all the best list, but I think this list I did all right. I think uh I think the list is right. But like I said, y'all let me know what you guys think. I don't know if any teams are on by. That's kind of I gotta actually, once I'm done with this podcast, I gotta fix my fantasy since the Lions, they play at 1230. Um But the teams that are are on by, uh I don't think there's okay. I don't think there are any more teams that are on by fellas. I really, I don't think so, guys. I think that's it. No more teams on by. I'm going to week 13 just in case. Yeah, it's two teams on by for that, which are Bucks and Panthers. Maybe for week 12, there aren't any teams on by. All right. Uh, only, only the Cowboys. I think this was the same thing last season where they have back-to-back Thursday night games. They played the Washington football team this Thursday, tomorrow, right? And then they play the Ravens next Thursday. I don't know about you guys, but that, no, that bothers me. <clears throat> there should be no reason why that, that should be a thing. But anyways, people, anyways, before, before I get into um <clears throat> the Eagles and Browns game, I actually want to talk about um this article that came out maybe an hour or two ago. Um I wanna talk about it because it's real interesting what this article says which you know it says what five quarterbacks could Carson wants go with go to go with. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read it because yeah, guys I'm worried. <clears throat> I'm worried about Carson Wentz. Before I get into the game breakdown, you know, to end the show, I am worried about Carson Wentz. And not only am I worried about Carson Wentz, I'm worried about my Philadelphia Eagles. As a as a fan, I want my team to succeed. Do, do I predict Super Bowl every year? No. But do I expect them to make the playoffs? Absolutely. You know, everybody, uh, guys... I'm listening to ESPN to this to that. Everybody's making excuses for Carson Wentz, and I'm tired of it. I'm do I'm tired of it. I was probably the number one person that was like, "No, Carson Carson's the guy. I don't care what you say. He he's the guy. He's he he knows what he's doing." And I'm at the point right now that I'm I'm like, he doesn't know what he's doing. It. It really, <clears throat> like, are we sure? Are you sure that Carson Wentz is our guy? And don't get me wrong; it's not all on Carson Wentz. I get it. I get it. All right. I understand completely, it's not all, all on Carson once. I mean, come on. But at the same time, dude has to play better. Dude has to play better. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, people. Like I always say, he has to play better. He does. I mean, when I read you these stat lines, you're gonna be like, "He he, he did what?" Before I do that, before I do that, and I say that, here are five quarterbacks that could replace Carson Wentz on the Eagles in 2021. The fact that people are making this, making these articles and writing this, really does concern me. Guys, I don't want to see my quarterback get benched. I don't at all. But if you keep playing poorly. Howie's Roseman or Jeff Lurie, they're going to say, hey, Doug, no, stop it. Bench the do for a game. Let's see how it goes. How worse can it get? All right, fine. Let's say Jalen Hurts thinks set up the first or maybe the first half and just terrible. All right, then you say, all right, Carson, you're back in. And maybe that'll help Carson say, all right, no, these guys are for real. But if you don't put, if you don't. Put him accountable, like I've been saying for the past few weeks already. Ever since that loss to the Giants, I'm saying you gotta, you gotta, there has to be better coaching. Doug, Dougie P, <clears throat> this is not Nick Foles. This is Carson Wentz. All right? Carson Wentz needs to be held accountable. You have to make plays, draw up plays that will help Carson and not What you what you want from a Nick Foles? All right, run the ball a little bit more. I don't think Miles. I don't think Miles Sanders hasn't had a twenty carry game in his two seasons he's been in the league. Um, the the they're just not. (laughs) Let me read this article. I sorry guys, I just. i want to chew the heck out of Carson Wentz, the coaches, the O line, and I'm going to do that. Give me one second. And I promise you I will. Here it is. The five quarterbacks that could replace him if he stinks it up at number one. No other than Jalen Hurts. That's right. This is so obvious. I mean, um, why, why else, why else would, would you, Waste a second round draft pick and it was for in case once went down. We nobody nobody thought he would be this bad. Um and now we're wondering if maybe the front office seen some decline from once in 2019, and they just you know acted towards it, and now here we are. Um, (sighs) right. um, here's, here's some of the stats we have from, uh, from Jalen, right? In his final season, he threw for 3,851 yards on 11.3 yards per tent and tossed 38 touchdowns. Oh, and Hurts ran for 1,298 yards and 20 rushing touchdowns. Touchdowns. Um, Hurst does struggle with anticipation, um, and he's more of a see-it thrower as opposed to a gunslinger. Um, but, I mean, like I, like I keep saying, guys, how worse can we get? How worse can we get? Did, I mean, Duda's phenomenal college. I watched them, and I think. Uh, it would help, it would help us. I think it would be a spark that we desperately need. But, giving Carson the chance, giving Carson the ch- another chance, I'm not bad about as long as he's able to overcome it. He has to overcome it. Um, they say Trey Lance. Uh, uh, they say Cam Newton at number three. Garter. Gardner Minshew, at number four, and at number five, Matthew Stafford. Okay, Matthew Stafford. Okay, I can see that. Gardner Minshew. No, we're not taking him. For that, we just put Jalen Hurts in. I'm sorry. Um, at number three, uh, Cam Newton. Okay, but eh, haven't seen enough from Cam Newton. So, eh. But hey, who knows? At number two, Trey Lance. I. I don't want to spend another draft pick on a quarterback. That's why we just spend our on Jalen Hurts. Spend it on our own lines, cornerback. Um, some, something we desperately need, a linebacker. Um, so, yeah. There. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, let's talk about it. Philadelphia Eagles visited the Cleveland Browns in the rain, and the Browns took them down with a win. I believe, yes, Cleveland beat Philly 22-17, to 17. and here it is. Of oh, the fake to Sanders, he's the release, but that target throw is intercepted by Sione Takitaki. Pick six to the house rounds. Doki 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 takes it to the house, and you can forget about the rest, people. The Browns beat the Eagles, and what a name, Doki Doki. That that kind of has a rhythm to it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, guys, this. This is Eagles for you. I mean, this is the Philadelphia Eagles at their finest. Carson Wentz turns it over. They fall behind, and the offense just can't get it rolling. And it has, I, I mean, people, from sources I've heard, let me read you the stat lines Carson Wentz, 21 for 35. 235 passing yards, two pass touchdowns, two pass interceptions. Miles Sanders, uh, he has 16 carries for 66 yards. Um, they got to use Boston Scott Moore. He had five carries for 24 yards. He was averaging 4.8. Sanders was averaging 4.1. Um, Hertz had a run, too. He had a one carry for six yards. Um, Dallas Goddard, he had five receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rager has four receptions, 52 yards, and Richard Rogers has two receptions for 48 yards. Travis Fulgham, that's my biggest disappointment, one reception for eight yards. Travis Fulgham, they're not using him. And it's, it's been ever since they activated Alshon Jeffrey. It has not worked out. Now, Alex Singleton, he had a phenomenal game. Phenomen- he had a sack. He had one tackle for a loss. He had eight tackles. He had a phenomenal game. Um, Singleton played his heart out. He did. <clears throat> um, no interceptions, but there were some fumbles. Carson fumbled. So the Miles Sanders, but Carson didn't lose his fumble, but Miles did. Um, but, uh, Fletcher Cox, he, uh, forced the fumble and Alex Singleton recovered. Um, now let's look at, uh, what the Browns' offense and defense did to my team, which is probably ugly. Baker Mayfield, 12 for 22, 204 yards, no pass touchdowns, no pass interceptions. Nick Chubb had 20 carries for 114 yards. Um, Kareem Hunt, he had, uh, 13, uh, 13 carries for 11 yards and one touchdown. Um, uh, tr- 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 Obsie- receiving Cardell Hodge had three receptions, 73 yards. Rashad Higgins had three receptions for 65 yards. Um, Baker Mayfield, he fumbled two times. He lost one of them. Um, yeah. Adrian Claiborne, he forced a fumble. So the Cameron Malvix. He forced a fumble as well. Um, Denzel Ward. Had an interception and sold this. Sold this. sion Taki 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 Taki. And he returned it to the house. That's right. Um, now I'm gonna I'm give you guys a password because that's that's a famous thing now. Every time anytime Carson Wentz plays a, a, a quarterback, it's like, can he outplay him? Nope, he can't. He cannot. So, uh, we're definitely gonna talk about that, and you know what? If Cart, you know, when there was two oh one left, and during the red zone, and Carson throws it to Alshon, but it's intercepted, which Alshon terrible, terrible by both. Should never done. Should never do that to him, but I understand why he did it. Um, but Alshon, he jumped. I don't know why he jumped too early, but it is what it is. Whatever. All I'm gonna say is, uh all I'm going to say is when you have when you have a, when you have a situation like that right when you have a situation like the one the Eagles had if you if you score there you got timeouts you only have two timeouts but if you're able to make the stops you get the ball back it would have been 22, 12, 22 17 you get the ball back let's say you get the ball maybe you drive the ball down the field maybe not but let's say we do we win the game. You gotta make it, possessions count. The fumble in the end, near the end zone by Miles Sanders another bad one. But with the rain, the ball is slippery. I give him some slack for that. But two interceptions from Carson Wentz were terrible, especially the first one. Jalen Rager wide open, wide open. I, it, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm. I'm running. Like I said, after the game on Sunday, I said it. I was like, I'm done with the excuses for Carson Wentz. Now, do I still believe in this guy? Absolutely. I mean, and we have to because they paid him. They overpaid this dude to get the job done for them. Has he done it? No. Sadly, Carson Wentz has not stepped up. Does he still have time to improve and step up? Absolutely. Could he? Absolutely. I, I'm not. I'm not going to doubt that Carson can turn this thing around. And next thing you know, he you know <clears throat> he's in the playoffs, and maybe we in a playoff game. And maybe we don't. But we're in the at least you know he he brought us to the playoffs. So I I do have faith that somehow some way. <sighs> He's just able to, but at the same time, I'm like it just doesn't feel right. You know, last year I had faith in them, they did their thing. The year before, I had faith in them, made the playoffs. The year before, Carson had a phenomenal year. He he had great years in 2017 and 2018. But um it just went downhill. And has to do with coaching. I miss Frank Reich so much. I miss him so much. Um, you know, the O-line is atrocious. They're terrible. Like, I don't what do you do? I mean, I'm I'm watching this game and I'm like, you know, I'm looking at look I'm just looking at the TV the TV tape and I'm like, I'm I'm appalled because I'm like Give at least Carson Wentz three seconds. You let your receivers get down the field or just run their routes to get open. And we're all right. Olivia Vernon, he's just blowing up the, the pocket. or whatever. Not even blowing up the pocket. Just running by Jason Peters. And that's another thing. You don't sit my allotter for Jason Peters. It's something you don't do. I, I'm sorry it's something you do not do. And you can you can make All right, fine, you can make the argument. Well, it's just, it goes the same way with uh Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. You don't you don't bench uh Carson Wentz. I I got to disagree. I ha- guys, I have to disagree. And this is why I am disagreeing. It's not not that I don't think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. I th- <clears throat> I think Excuse me. I think Carson Wentz is a phenomenal quarterback. I mean, he's been healthy the past two seasons. I mean, knock on. Let me knock on wood quick. You know, he stays healthy the rest of the season. But you can't play bad football, especially when your division is bad as it is. I mean. And then the coaching. We look at the coaching. Oh my goodness! Think, think about the quarterback, O line, and bad coaching. Bad coaching. First of all, they they're not they're not coaching and help, holding Carson Wentz accountable like they're supposed to. That's one. Two. Press Taylor. Two buddy buddy with Carson Wentz. Knock it off. He ain't your friend. I mean, he, you know, you guys could be friends. Don't get me wrong. But do your job. Hold this brother accountable. Because at the end of the day, this is this could possibly be what, uh, <clears throat> who was it? Who, who has, uh, Brandy Graham was like, uh, you know, we're not taking things serious in practice. This might be it right here. No, we have to take things serious at practice. We have to play Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, football. Come on, this, this ain't the Philadelphia Eagles that I know. Even when Andy Reid was the coach, this is not the Philadelphia Eagles that I know. And it's disappointing. Is I am so disappointed. I it's you know how hard it is to watch this on TV. And you know I go into the game with confidence, just like oh my team, I believe in my team. They are gonna pull this around. And you know what? For a second, I thought it was going to happen against the Cleveland Browns. A winnable game. You might not have a winnable game for the next four weeks because you got the Saints, you got the Packers, you got Seattle, and uh, Arizona. So for the next four weeks, it's going to be hard. But then you got Dallas and Washington. So uh, even then, depending on the quarterback state. And and the head coach, he might still be like, No, we're not gonna bench him. We're still in the playoffs. And it's like, uh, I get it. All right, we're in the playoff hunt. You don't do that because you pay him or whatever. But if he's not playing good, sit him down for a game. I'm not saying you're gonna put Jalen Hurts as the starter for the rest of the season. I'm saying you sit Carson Wentz down for a game. You help you hold him accountable to what he's been doing wrong, and I promise you. He will fix his mistakes, and he will probably play probably at least average, maybe just good quarterback uh, quarterback play for the rest of the season. And that's what we need. We don't need you to be great, Carson. We just need you to play great football. I mean, dude, I'm watching this game, right? And Carson started off the game pretty good. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to be getting old Carson back. And then that terrible, and I understand Titan, but if he would have just threw it to Rager, he would have. I mean, yeah, the problem. You know, Titan not, um, not grabbing up the the cornerback or whatever. I understand that, but if you think about it, if if Carson Wentz, because he seen he looked at Rager. I don't know what's going on with Wentz. I don't know if he has eye problem. Uh, maybe. Bad vision or whatever, maybe he's just not seeing the guy. But I will say this: if he would have just thrown, if you if he, he would have just thrown it to, if he would have thrown it to Rager, the quarterback would have never gotten there. Never. <clears throat> maybe he still would have hit him after the play. Absolutely. We all know, we we all see that in the National Football League. But trust me when I tell you this. Carson once would have not intercepted, would have not gotten intercepted on that play. Now, a few seconds, a uh, few plays later, whatever, I really can't tell you because I'm not Carson. And I don't know what to say about Carson. Um, I mean... 14 pass interceptions 14 pass touchdowns really dude come on dude carson you're better than this I mean I got cowboy fans trolling me Cowboy fans are trolling me Which I, I can't say nothing back cuz They're right But I did make the point Doug Peterson terrible job play calling not, I don't know what's going on with Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. There has to be communication. There has to be. If Press Taylor can't get through Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson, you have to get through to Carson Wentz. All right, we look at that. We look at that. Uh, that circumstance, right? Um, then we look at, right? We look at the fact. That, um, man, guys, I'm sorry, guys, I'm just frustrated. And then we look at the the old line, the old line, yeah, they've given up sacks, but some have been on Carson, I will say that, but some haven't. All right, this game against the Cleveland Browns, there's maybe probably two against Carson, the rest were on the old line. And that old lineman, most of the time, 70, 80% of the time, it was on Jason Peters. I'm sorry, but Jason Peters is done. He is washed up. It's like, you know, when you're trying to save every, every last of that bar of soap because you don't want to go, uh you don't get paid for a few more days. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm sorry. i after this season I pray that Jason Peters is not a Philadelphia Eagle and as bad as that might sound it imagine the play that he's giving us I, dude I don't want him to be he should he should not be trying to protect <clears throat> Carson Wentz no his play level is atrocious. It's disgusting. I mean my wife she was like she's like, is it all his fault? I'm like, no, but at the same time it is, but you know, the guys aren't guarding him and she's like, Yeah, but they haven't had a <clears throat> a you know off season or whatever. My wife like she's starting to get knowledge about football, wrestling, and basketball and all this. Cause I talk about her all the time. Not if not on the podcast, when she hears me in the other room, um, you know I'll talk to her about it. Hey, this this is what's going on right now. I like to keep my wife knowledge knowledge of it, and um, she's like, so she told me that I'm like, yeah, I know, but there's other teams that are doing this that which I understand. It's not all the team's fault. Yeah, you know the circumstances are not easy, but you they shouldn't be this bad. You know. And she's like, yeah, maybe they could turn around over there. You know, she's suckering me up. I'm like, yeah, hopefully. (laughs) You know, um, and man, I'm just like, man, I don't, I mean, I don't know what she did. Like, the defense did not play bad. Yes, did they get beat on a Baker through two or three bombs? And yes, they got beat. But I can live with that. They stopped the run game. The, you're gonna say, alright, Nick Chubb had whatever many yards. Alright, people, I get that. But he just broke out for a very long run at close to the end of the game. That's all it was. That's all it was. Other than that, the Eagles had this one in the bag. They had it in the bag, guys. So I'm I'm not I'm not worried. Um, (sighs) you know, there's been a lot of questions about, oh, should, uh, they, should they bench Carson Wentz? I firmly Sunday after that game against the Browns, I said, yes, I'm still going to stick with that. I'm still going to say yes. And here, here's my reason why I say yes, that they need a, they need to, bench Carson once I kinda already addressed it just to get his head right a lot of people say oh it's too late no it's not it's never too late you're still in the playoff run playoff Um, I think if you bench him if you bench him you can get his head right on time to to at least make a playoff run, at least make the playoffs. You know, like all right, let's say this, the the game against Seattle on Monday night, atrocious. Let's say he has already two turnovers in the first half. Once you come out the second half, you're like, all right, Carson, you're gonna have to sit down for the rest of the game. We're putting in hurts. You put in hurts. Let's say Jalen Hurts wins the game for the Philadelphia Eagles. Then all right, yeah, yeah, you gotta reevaluate re- things, but you say. You look at Carson what he what he what he has done in practice, and you go off that. Maybe you give Jalen another week, just because it wasn't a full game. Carson's gonna you know just rub it off. No, you sit down Carson another game. Then maybe Jalen he wins that game. And you're like, okay, we got something with this kid. We already we're 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 impressed with what this kid has. So then you uh, but then next week you start Carson. Now, if he stinks it up again, then you gotta you gotta sit you gotta sit with the coaching and the management and all that. You gotta say we might have to bench Carson Wentz for the rest of the season. And start Jalen Hurts. And it, I mean, that, the, and you know what Doug Peterson's press conferences stress me out. He did not give a clear, definitive answer. On if Carson was gonna be their starting quarterback, and that that pissed me off, that really pissed me off, and not because I'm yes I'm a Carson wants to lover, but at the same time, dude, you're the head coach. Not only are you the head coach, but that's your quarterback, man. You gotta be like yes, off the bat, yes, that's our guy. We're going with our guy. That's it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just. Guys, I'm telling you, I don't, y'all know how I am, man, I don't, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like bad football, I don't like bad football, before, the problem was, you know, sort of the Eagles defense, now it's the quarterback, and that's a problem, that is a huge problem, people, and it's not a good problem, but it's fixable. It is fixable. Now you can say, oh, next season they can fix it. Absolutely. But what about this season? I mean, if Doug Peterson thinks he's just going to get uh, uh, Howie and Larry, they're not going to hold him accountable, are they going to hold him accountable? I wouldn't be surprised if they're holding them accountable right now. They are at his throat, and they are probably telling him, you either fix this now, They probably aren't telling him this, but uh, it's either, hey, Doug, you fix this now or you're out as head coach, and so is all the coaches you picked, and that's where things start to get real, Um, because I think if Eagles don't make the playoffs this year, y'all, Management will step in. I'm talking about Jeff Lurie, Howie Roseman. They're going to step in. And they will say, Doug, this person, do Stanley. He, he, he's he's fine. His job is secure. But everybody else, woo, They're going to start dropping like flies, y'all. I can guarantee you that. And that's going to be bad. That That's going to be bad for the organization, not, not for the organization, sorry, for, um, I mean, it's going to be good on our part because we get a fresh start and maybe that's what we need, you know, um, but I, I don't, I wouldn't want to see that from, uh, to happen to, to Doug, but I mean, if it has to, hey, it is what it is. Um so I mean well he gotta be held accountable as well. Um big thing is fixing that offensive line. Fixing a broken Carson once before it's too late, which I'm scared is starting to get to that <clears throat> and coaching better, making sure the receivers can win the battles, um and just, I think the, the way to win is having Carson roll out the pockets, do a lot of RPOs, have the ball get out of his hands fast, since offensive line can't, can't hold nothing. I think that's the best way. And then uh, I think the Philadelphia Eagles can win football games. I just think about it. Hey, uh, Doug better not be sleeping too much. Eric, my enemy. He is offensive, a phenomenal offensive coordinator. Hey, who knows if if Eagles fire Doug and his, the staff he picked? Uh, yeah, um, they're gonna go for for somebody that can do the job well. They, the Eagles ain't aren't playing games. Don't forget what happened. The same thing happened with Chip Kelly to Kelly, he, he didn't last that long either. And Doug, he's lasting maybe like four or five years. He'd be like, oh, that's not long for you. Uh it's okay. It's not Andy Reed long. You know, um, I mean, I don't want him to stay Andy Reed long if he's going to play like this. I mean, coach like this. Um, but I do think it's something that could get fixed. Um, I think, I, like I said, I think it could get fixed. Um, it's about doing it now though. Um, and we'll see if some of it did get, does get fixed on Monday night against Seattle. Uh, I'm that's, that's going to be ugly people. That, that game is not going to be pretty. Uh, but, uh. And you might ask me, oh, you don't have faith in the Eagles? You want me to have faith in the Philadelphia Eagles? Don't ask me to do something like that. Do not ask me to have faith in the Philadelphia Eagles, people. But with that being said, let's move on to Seattle. Visiting the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night at 8.15 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about this. Uh, um, this is going to be, yeah. We're going to look at injury report, then game notes, and then I'll give my predictions. Um, and I'll tell you what we necessarily need to do to defeat the Seattle Seahawks, um, no really injury report yet. They they really start practicing tomorrow, so there should be an injury report out then. Um, but let's uh let's look at game notes. Um, I mean at least the Eagles are home. I mean, no fans because uh Pennsylvania, since the cases went up, they uh. They went strict, y'all. Yeah, which I think is a good thing. You it's better to be safe than sorry. But, ladies and gentlemen, I got some game notes for y'all. This is gonna be a very intense uh matchup. This is we're facing another quarterback that can run the ball, and that's not good. <laughs> we know how Eagles are against the run. Alright so all right let's look at this let's look at it all right so here's some game notes for us so Philadelphia host is uh, Seattle for the first time since the 2019 NFC Wild Card playoff game the Eagles are aiming for the third consecutive win at Lincoln Financial Field after defeating the New York Football Giants 22-21 and the Dallas Cowboys 23-9 during Weeks 7 and 8. Miles Sanders leaves the NFL with 5.7 yards per rush attempt. His 83.6 rushing yards per game ranked fourth in the NFL, trailing only Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb in that category. Jason Kelsey has started 99 consecutive regular season games, which is the longest active streak among NFL centers as well as the longest by an Eagle Center since the 1970 merger, previously 97 by Guy Morris from 1977 to 83. The last NFL center with 100 consecutive uh, starts was Chris Myers from 2007 to fourteen. With 123, Brandon Graham leads the Eagles defense with 7.0 sacks, which ranks ninth among NFL players. Graham 11 tackles for loss, joins T.J. Watt with nine sacks and 14 tackles for loss. With Darius Smith, eight sacks and 10 tackles for loss, as the only NFL players with seven plus sacks and 10 plus tackles for loss this season. And like I said, it's going to be on ESPN. Eagles have lost uh their last two games against the New York Football Giants 27-17 and the Cleveland Browns 22-17. And don't forget, guys, um that that game against Cleveland, it looks close, but it really wasn't. Uh Eagles just got a last in the last minute, they got a touchdown. So in garbage time. And uh you think about it. If you think about it, the defense didn't give up that many points. I um, mean, you take that touchdown away, um, the interception for a touchdown, then uh, maybe we're seeing a different different thing. Maybe it's a 17-15 game that Eagles won. Who knows? But anyways, <clears throat> the ranks for this season, the Seahawks, ranked number fourth in total offense. <sighs> That's bad, but we'll see. Um, rush offense the rank tenth, pass offense the rank fifth, points per game the rank second with thirty one points, uh, third down offense percentage the rank eighteenth, fourth down offense percentage the rank third, red zone offense percentage the rank second. Um, the Eagles are total offense the rank twenty six. Rush offense to rank 12th. Pass offense to rank 28th. Points per game to rank 24th. Third down offense percentage to rank 28th. Fourth down percentage to rank 27th. Red zone offense percentage to rank 13th. Uh, The defense were ranked 10th. Rush defense is ranked 25th. Pass defense is ranked 6th. Points per game ranked 16th. Uh, def uh, third down defense percentages ranked six fourth down defense percentages ranked five, and red defense defense percentages ranked nineteenth. Now the Seahawks they're ranked on total defense thirty second, rush defense is ranked fourth, pass defense is ranked thirty second, points per game is ranked twenty 28. eighth, third down defense is ranked thirtieth, fourth down defense is ranked eighteenth. Red zone defense is ranked twenty eighth. Um, turnover differential. The Seahawks are ranked 12th. Uh, they have they are tied. They have six. They're ranked sixth with penalties per game. Penalty yards per game. They're ranked fourth. The Eagles uh they're ranked thirtieth with turnover differential. Um, penalties per game. They're ranked twenty first. And penalty yards per game. They're ranked fourteenth. All right, um, guys, this is gonna. <laughs> I just read you what it is, <clears throat> um. It's about getting the game, uh, getting the run game more involved and in trying to run over that Seattle defense. You see, what they're ranked against the run, they're ranked fourth. Um, so we gotta get that run going. Um, they are ranked fourth in total offense, so that's gonna be a problem. I probably Darius Slay will take turns. Just uh. Take turns guarding Ty Lockett and DK Metcalf, um, but we're gonna need our second corner, which uh, I'm guessing Avanti Maddox. Um, you, you, bro, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to step it up. You're gonna have to make plays. Um, that's what it's about. You're going to have to help him. I, uh, yeah, it, ain't, it won't, won't be easy. I think Russell Wilson's going to torch us. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Russell Wilson's going to eat us like like uh, Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I'm so serious, yo. <clears throat> Russell Wilson's going to tear us up. Uh, I think we'll be able to stop that run game. I think we'll do good on that part. Um. I think whoever Darius Slate is uh, guarding, I think he'll be able to you know, slow him down a bit. Not that much, because you got DK Metcalf. <laughs> you got DK Metcalf and Ty Lockett. Mm. But he'll be able to do enough damage. Um, I will say this. The offense got to step up. The offense has to step it up. It's now or never it's now or never what are you going to do eagles what are you going to do Hey, if they score if they score 30 score 31 show show at least the nfc east that that we we We're a team not to play with. That we're we're a team that's we're not gonna give up first place just like that, you know. Um, it's gonna take a Carson Wentz performance, at least at least a good one. Um, you know, uh, something something gotta give y'all. Something gotta give Carson Wentz gotta step it up. So it's about him. This game is about him. Carson Wentz do not turn that ball over. Do not turn it over. I'm done. I'm tired. If you turn it over once, I'd be like, all right. And I bet you it's either going to be a turnover that you give them the game or, yeah, a turnover that they get get an easy touchdown and then uh, to get back in, it's going to be tough. But if early in the game he already has two turnovers, somebody's going to have to talk. Doug, Doug Peterson? Or Doug Peterson himself is going to have to say, "We got to sit down Carson once right now." DK Metcalf and Dallas, um, <clears throat> a running back, I believe he is. Um, they somebody put should uh, should the Eagles bench once for for hurts, and <laughs> they both voted yes. I found funny, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, they just want to." one against the rookie or face the rookie well. First of all, they both play offense, so they can't do that. They It's not like they're gonna get them, like sack them or whatever. <clears throat> and, and second of all, I think it's more of a respect from DK Metcalf because DK uh played against Jalen in uh and uh, what is it in, in college? So DK knows the young man very well, and uh, I mean, I would think that. These two know when somebody's playing good football and when somebody's playing very bad football. And that's what we're seeing from Carson Wentz. Very bad football. Now, like I said, not all of it is on him. Um, It's time, like I said, for... This is going to be a game where Carson Wentz has to step up. Carson Wentz has to step up. Coaching has to step up. Because, all right, if the offensive line cannot hold hold it together against Seattle's D, which would be shocking because Seattle has a bad defense. They only have a slightly good um, run defense. and They're not even that good. All right? Um, if you're... If Seattle's which they'll they will, they're gonna feast, just like Cleveland did, they're gonna feast off of Carson once in that bad O line. But that's where you put you put him in position, you you have him roll out of the pocket, you have him uh just uh you have plays that he's able to throw these quick throws that you don't put him in bad spots. Now if you're doing all this If you're still doing all this and he's still turning it over, he's still not being able to see the field and play at least a decent game to get your team to win, then that's where you say, that's where you say, that's where you have to sit down. You have the full course of to sign. Say, hey, bro, look, you got one more drive to go. You got four plays right here, or maybe more, depending if you get first down. Show me something we have not seen this season from you that we know we can see before that we've seen before. If you can't show me that, you're gonna sit your butt there and you're gonna watch Jalen Hurts play. And if that and if that happens, you know what's gonna happen. Guys, I have this feeling. Either the offensive line is gonna play so bad that uh Carson Wentz gets injured and out for the season or out for a few weeks, which possibly could be the season, or or he's gonna play so bad that Doug Peterson and the Doug Peters' Doug Peterson has no choice but to sit him. But if that's not the case, he's gonna play so bad. That the front office just the front office just says Doug Peterson, you gotta sit him. And then I just have this fear that Jalen Hurts is just gonna ball, lead the Eagles to the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game, and then in the offseason, Doug Doug Peterson's gonna lose his job. Some of the coaches he has in place will lose their job. And Carson Wentz. Oh my goodness. Who knows what, what happens to Carson Wentz? That's the biggest question out of all all of this. What happens to Carson Wentz if if it's the same problem? If that if what I just said does not happen, all right, fine. But what if he's doing the same exact mistakes, interceptions, not seeing the field, playing bad football this season, like this season, like he is this season? He does it next season, then the Eagles are that they're, they're gonna think about Jalen Hurts. Uh, that no question about that so uh yeah be prepared all right and I know the whole thing oh I wouldn't because you know his contract or whatever that's why you talk to him now you say hey Carson we have a cap we have a cap uh problem can you cut can you help us cut that down a little bit and then eventually if you've cut the cut the cap enough that you're able to maybe get a trade for him because some, somebody would trade for him. Phillip Rivers is going to retire next season. Frank Reich, Reich is there. Uh, I would not be surprised if uh the Colts ended up trading for Carson Wentz next season. If that's the way they want to go. But I don't think so. I think Eagles want to try to get one more season out of Wentz. To see what they have with him. Now, like I said, if he does not show anything positive... He's out the door. He is out the door, and that's not me saying, trying to be a fan of, like, "Oh yeah, he's out the door." If he doesn't, no, 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 no. He's out the door. Eagles. They they want to have. They want to be a winning culture. Yes. All right. Do we make? Have we made the playoffs the last four seat four? Or, yeah, three four seasons. Yes. Have we won a Super Bowl? Yes. That's past. And if you think a winning culture is being. <laughs> 6 9 and 1, or whatever the K- whatever the season and uh, record for the Eagles is by the end of the season, then, bruh, you don't know what a winning culture is. A winning culture is the New England Patriots. A winning culture is, uh, who else we got? Uh, a Pittsburgh Steelers. That's a winning culture. So, uh, yeah, it's time to you know, get some things done. Um, but my prediction for Monday night's game, um, I got the Seattle Seahawks beating the Philadelphia Eagles 34 to 20. Um, and you can say, Oh, but if they put Jalen Hurts in, I'm sorry guys, even though I said all that, I, as much as I would hope they'll be able to turn it around, maybe say, all right, uh well, Let's see what we got with Jalen Hurts in the middle of this game. They say that. They they won't do it. They won't do it, guys. They're not going to. So, with that being said, we're going to get beat. Now, if we don't, that'd be a great, a great day for me. And I'll be on the podcast apologizing. I'll be singing the Eagles' woes, you know. But, um, I just... I don't know. I, ah, man, it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Definitely gonna be a tough game. But like I said, if our defense is able to stop the run game, um, and don't let as long as we don't get let Russ kill us on our feet, on his feet, uh, we should be we should be decent enough. Last year we lost to them both in the playoffs and in the regular season, seventeen and nine. I mean, if we go hold the Seahawks to 17, 20 points, and we are able to outscore them, that's perfect. But that's yet to be seen. So, uh, like I said, 34 to 20, Eagles lose, um, and uh, we'll be if we when we lose Monday, we'll be out of first place because, um, well, you know, Cowboys and Washington play tomorrow. And one of those teams will be in first place. Hopefully, Washington. Because I can't stand y'all Cowboy fans at all. Oh, my goodness. You make me sick. I'm tired of y'all. But, all right. I'm done with (laughs) y'all. I'll talk to you guys next week. Unless you guys listen to the Mark Cologne uh, Wrestling Podcast. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports. podcast. That's right. All right. You guys take care, and I will see you guys next week. (sighs) Goodbye. Don't forget. Husband, father, three, two, one, podcaster. Goodbye.